Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul. I'm here in England, supporting England, and I'm joined by my friend who's probably supporting the USA in the World Cup. It's Felicia Jones. Hello, hello, hello. Um, yes, happy World Cup to you. I'm, I'm not sure that's what, what the chant is. I think oh. you have to... I think what I heard yesterday in the Wales game was uh, they kind of like do a clap and go, ooh, S, A. That's what it sounded like. I don't know if that's the thing. I, I don't oh, know my okay. US football <laughs> chants. Maybe they go, kick it in the goal or something. I don't know. I don't know any of the football chants, so we're we're good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, we, it's an opportunity because the FIFA World Cup is playing right now in Qatar. And so it's time for us to bring back the Humans Exhaust Me Sports Report. Hey. Okay, so do you say Qatar or Qatar? Uh, well, I've, tr- I've been trying to say Qatar. Catter. Catter, because huh. that's how it's pronounced. Uh, but um, people generally say Qatar, mm-hmm. but that makes me think of. Um, okay, I don't know what that is. <laughs> isn't Qatar like a kind of phlegm? If you have Qatar. No, I've never no. heard of it before. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I've made up like a local colloquialism for phlegm. I, I um, guess so. <laughs> okay. Um, but yes, I mean, you would say what? Cutter. I, I, I don't know which one is the right one. So I, I guess I kind of go back and forth with Qatar or Cutter. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not, sure right about, I'm not sure about Cutter. I mean, that... I can understand in the whole like taco taco thing, how it might be Carter, Carter, Carter. I suppose that's what you're saying. Maybe that's what know. they're. Yeah. Maybe that's what you're trying to say, and it just comes out as Cutter. So, yeah. Anyway, Qatar. that small yeah. footballing nation. <laughs> yes, that has never played or didn't really have a team. So I did. Uh, I did watch the documentary about FIFA and how scandalous they are. They might be on. They might be worse than the Olympic Committee, uh, so that was fascinating. But I do have some World Cup news, and this is where we can play our music. So, I and it it relates back to BTS. So BTS okay. is kind of on a break, and they're all the young guys in our favorite K-pop band are doing solo albums. So JK or Jungkook uh, did the opening ceremony song for the World Cup. But on Telemundo here in the United States, which is a Spanish language American TV show or news network, uh, TV network, they talked over his performance. (gasps) And I have to say the BTS army handed Telemundo a new one. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine. Oh, they did. And I was like, oh, they did not know. Telemundo should have known better. Uh, So it has not been going well since yesterday for Telemundo. So why did they do that? Is it because he was singing in Korean? Um, He was actually singing in English. And 
I, I, maybe they didn't think he was that important to pay attention to. I have no idea, but um, the army is not happy with I'm what Telemundo did. Yeah, so yeah. See, <laughs> see, thanks to you, I know that if I was in charge of Telemundo, I would be saying, "Guys, shut up! We've got to listen to J.K. here because the Spanish army." Or the Spanish-speaking army of our audience will need to listen to to, to this. Um, we didn't even get the opening ceremony here because uh, the BBC, who were broadcasting the first <laughs> match, decided to replace coverage of the opening ceremony with a uh, monologue slash diatribe of why Qatar is such a terrible place um for wow. you know its issues with lgbtq people and rights and migrant workers and deaths and all this kind kind of stuff and i'll give you a view on this from from my reasonably um enlightened perspective nearly said the w word there but we're banning that <laughs> aren't we uh, i i thought it i thought it was a bit much insofar as it just it just enabled the, you know, the, the sort of UK equivalent of the Maggers, you know, <laughs> people like going, oh my God, I can't believe that the BBC have done this and all this, kill the BBC, defund the BBC, all this kind of, mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I mean, you know, it was important. I think what they were trying to do was get all the criticism and say, well, we did our bit by criticising um, the Qatari government and the, the rights issue. And now we don't have to mention it for the rest of the month. So... But UK Army did not get to see JK, right? Correct. Like literally nothing Same. was shown. And I, I think I think that was a mistake because I think regardless of whether or not you thought it was there, I think it's kind of a bit disrespectful not to not to show that. They could have they could have done both. Um but uh yeah, this I mean you're 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 kind of right, I think, about FIFA maybe being more corrupt than the IOC. And the whole oh, yeah. issue around Qatar hosting it in the first place, when you look into it, it seems a bit, um, well, just like it's 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 purely around corruption and and money. Um, uh, they paid for it, so they paid for honest, it. They paid. They did. They had no infrastructure. They had no stadiums, no hotels that could handle this, and they were up against um, the United States and. England, England. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so we're salty. (laughs) Yeah, I mean they they brought in David Beckham and the Prince, um, and it didn't work. No. So, yeah, I guess they should have brought in some cash. Yeah, it went to Russia before, and then Qatar. So that says everything you need to know about how that. Uh, process went i think yeah, the thing is if you if you look at the the country i know you know i've never been to qatar i don't know a huge amount about the country i'm only going by what i've learned and what i've read and obviously from a western perspective the fact that um lgbtq people uh you know are are, are essentially illegal over there um and that there is modern slavery and have been deaths of, of migrant workers in order to to, to build it I do think there's a little bit of double standards going on like there normally is when um you know the western world does not look at itself and go well hang on a second it's a you know people in glass yeah. houses shouldn't shouldn't throw stones 
Um, yeah, I've heard that argument. People are like, uh, I guess some of the European countries were saying this is unfair. And people are like, seriously, Europe? Like, hold you, you tell somebody to hold your beer on this one? So, yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's been interesting. So, it, uh, funny enough, I do know someone um, in my travel community. Um, quite a few of the travel influencers have gone over there to, you know, um, as solo women travelers. And they say, you know, everybody's nice, you know, safe. Of course, they are there at the request of the government or the tourist uh, board. So you're going to get the best of the best and you're not going to be treated um, poorly or anything. Mm. But I have not heard of anybody being treated poorly as as travelers. But and this is something we could talk about on another show. But uh, what is, you know, do travel influencers how, you know, when things when countries do have some of these. Um, human rights issues like where do they stand outside mm. of just getting a really cool um, vacation or not a vacation but um, you know a tour of places so I, I just thought it was kind of interesting to watch the travel community sing their praises but also kind of stay out of the conversation of you know human rights so um, yeah. so it it is it, is it's interesting to see it all play out Everybody had four years to make a stink about it, and yes, I hate to say it, it kind of is what it is at this yeah. point. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I agree, you know, because that, that I think that's a really important point. That it, you know, why is it why is it at the top of the news agenda three days before the tournament kicks off? Um, why are there True. discussions exactly. about uh, whether or not you can... So there have been issues reported. There was an incident at the Wales-USA game last night where Welsh supporters wearing rainbow hats were, were asked to remove them and things like things like this. Um, and apparently that has caused FIFA to have a word with the organising committee and say, you know, you did specifically agree that things like that would be allowed. But they've, they've had 12 years, actually, since it was awarded to Qatar to... Um, change their mind or, or argue about about this or boycott it, and they haven't done so. Um, it will just uh, it, it whatever will be will be for these next four weeks, and uh, we will just see what what happens. But what we do know is that because it's a country that isn't used to this kind of scale of event, particularly around football slash soccer. There are mm -hmm. issues with the organisation of the matches in the England game yesterday. England fans weren't able to get in on time because the ticketing system crashed. There aren't enough hotels for the fans that are flying into the country. People are staying in yeah, they have um, tents, tents and metal metal containers. You know, in a in a desert. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> you know, not 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 the best. But uh, maybe maybe the uh, sport will transcend it in a in a way and then people can move on because it's in it's in canada the us and mexico um in 2026 yeah, otherwise year, known uh, as come yeah. which is very interesting <laughs> the come world cup is what it's been called <laughs> oh they they should fix that <laughs> they probably should probably well, should yeah, but it, it, I I will watch the World Cup and just see what happens. Um, I a lot of people are getting Firefest vibes. Um, <laughs> we remember what happened with Firefest yeah. and Firefest Island and the tents. But this time the tents actually seem okay. Granted, yeah. it is hot, uh, but they get food and outdoor toilets and stuff like that. And uh, and a lot of people are also saying, you know, 
here's the deal with Qatar, Qatar, is that, um, y- you know, when it comes to um, LGBTQ rights and, you know, wearing rainbow shirts and showing support and love, uh, people are like, you know what, you're going to a different country. You already knew this. So adjust. Yeah. yeah. And that's where it kind of like, do we keep imposing our will on them or do mm. you adjust to them? So it's a, it's a very interesting conversation that's going on around that. But I guess at the end of the day, uh, we will all forget all these things because there's um, sports happening. And we don't care when people are getting paid a lot of money to watch television. <laughs> well, that's it. David Beckham paid about $10 million, I think, for his involvement. Um, and, oh, wow. you know, when money talks, um, your principles go out the window. People shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all rights get pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. So uh, so for all of you who are watching the World Cup, I, I hope you enjoy it. And I hope your country gets somewhere. Um, I think. The United States, I think this is probably one of the best years they've had or, or best chances they have. So uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Who are you rooting for? I mean, I guess you're rooting for England, right? I'm root- I am rooting for, for England. In our first match, we beat Iran 6-2. I think our group, Group B, which is England, the USA, Wales and Iran, is a very interesting group. Obviously, there's the local um, England-Wales uh, dynamic there, two teams from the same country. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the USA. We're all like, you know, happy cousins. Um, and then you've yeah. got uh, Iran, who both England, I guess, and Wales and the USA hate from a political standpoint. And they hate, they certainly hate <laughs> uh, us. So very, very interesting. Although I will say this, I don't know if you, you knew this, but in the uh, game yesterday, which is England, Iran, there were a couple of th- things that happened during the um, singing of the national anthem. Firstly, turns out the England footballers can't remember that it's a king now and not queen. So Ooh, okay. you well, could, it you takes could... a moment. It takes a moment. I know, but I mean, when you're sort of on international television and the camera's walking past you as you sing, you remember king. You don't go quick, quick, quing, which is what seemed to be sung. But there we go. Um, but the I Iranian mean, team she was in power. 300 years i mean give give people like a couple of months i'm just i'm just saying i'm just saying it's about being professional and then the iran uh, <laughs> the iranian team uh refused to sing their anthem and the crowd oh, wow. and the crowd jeered the national anthem in solidarity apparently with wow. the protests that are happening in iran right now so for all the bleating on about whether or not the England team can wear a, a rainbow armband or not. The Iranian team <laughs> are literally putting their own lives at risk by yeah. taking a stance and making a political point. So fair play to them. Well, somebody's going to get some new citizens of a country this <laughs> yeah. week, maybe. <laughs> yeah, everyone's going to stay in Qatar. Um, so, so that's the World yeah. Cup. We yeah. shall follow the World Cup over the next four weeks on the show in our regular sports four feature. Yeah, Is four that weeks. long? Four weeks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Why is it so long? <laughs> because they need rest days between games, and there's thirty two, there's thirty two teams. So there's so there's sixteen Jeez. games times three, whatever that is, just in the group stages. So there's like three, four matches a day every day for the first couple of weeks, and then oh. there's like quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. So somebody's just lost their husband for a month. Okay. Oh yeah, God, yeah, cool. yeah, and it's <laughs> and it's Christmas. They are not helping with the wrapping. 
Oh, it's Christmas, Thanksgiving here, yeah. So yeah. Oh yes, it's thanks. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> we did say um, that during the uh, Thanksgiving episode, we would have a little retrospective on some of the travels yes. that we have been doing uh, reasonably yes. recently. Yeah, a month ago. That's okay. It's but okay. we're thankful for them, and I'm thankful that you're here, Paul. Thank you. I'm thankful <laughs> that you are here. Tell us a little bit about um, your trip up to. I want to say Maryland, but you don't say Maryland, do you? Is it like Maryland or something? Maryland. We could say Maryland. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds weird. Maryland. Uh, Maryland. Yes. Maryland. Okay. And it's okay. It's Maryland. like Marlebone here in London. Marlebone. Just squish it all together. Yeah. 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 Maryland. Okay. Squish it all together. So. So yeah, so while you were here, because we're going to hear about your trip to Boston. So while you were in Boston at the same time, I was in Annapolis, Maryland, and it's a coastal town that hosts the largest sailboat show, uh, the largest boat show in the world. So um, the weekend before was the powerboat show, and then we were there for the sailboat show, and we got to see our boat for the first time. Uh, and that was that was Ooh. a lot of fun. I mean, it made me really want it, like right then and there, like, oh my gosh, I'm ready for this life. I can't wait the couple of years that we have to wait. But um, um, Annapolis was a really neat little town. It's a, it's like all brick, brick sidewalks. You could tell it is like very old. <laughs> you could definitely tell it's a very old mm -hmm. town. Definitely built up after like the Revolutionary War. Uh, so basically you got... The, probably the revolutionary pre-revolutionary war when you went to boston i got post-revolutionary yeah. war in i America. see i see uh yeah <laughs> so it was a really cool town and it's a lot of history there um it was one of the towns on the underground railroad um so for people who were enslaved trying to leave southern states uh you could hide out in a series of places going north uh maryland was part of that and or Annapolis or places in Annapolis and it's a very interesting coastal liberal town mm -hmm. uh I did not expect that it, but it's also the capital of Maryland um and one thing I did learn is that the people of Maryland they love to stick their state flag on every piece of everything is it a good so, one so uh, yeah it's the coat of arms um for somebody from England <laughs> oh is it shows you how prepared I am Oh, yeah. I'm just looking so at it, it now. The... It's like a little like checkerboard thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. a whole bunch of things. There's a, a coat of arms in there. Um, so it, it was a it's, you see it everywhere. And also Annapolis is home to the Naval Academy. So all those young people who get commissioned by their state senators um, to a year to go to the Naval Academy to have, I guess, one of the best educations you can get and to instantly go into the military. Okay, I've got questions. Okay. Already. Okay, so it's a funny looking shape. The flag? No, the the state. Like, you know, considering Colorado is square, the state of Maryland yeah. is very odd looking in terms of its shape. Is there a reason for I, that? I think... Um, I'm not, I can't answer that, but I do know a lot of the East Coast, especially the Northern states are like that. And I think it just came down to territory, who got there first, who claimed okay. what first, things like that. And plus when you got out West, 
you just had fewer people and just large chunks of land. So right, okay, and um, it's quite interesting how it like covers two sides of whatever that coastal inlet is. Or it's or I mean, it's kind of on a peninsula, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, um, that's a Chesapeake Bay. Okay, right, and to the right of it is Delaware. I'm guessing that's really small. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and, Delaware okay. is like tiny. <laughs> yeah what weird um okay so that's so that yeah okay so so is it because of the geography that it was a refuge for people escaping slavery um so what's what happens during slavery um so you have this thing called the mason dixon line which is which divided the north and the south that was the official line that the states in the north were free states the states in the south were um, slave states. So mm-hmm. um, right below um, Maryland is Virginia, which was a slave state. Okay. And this is, and you had to go find, you know, it's like one of the first uh, places that you can reach that is free. So you'll see the same with uh, people crossing into Cincinnati, um, into Ohio, and other places. Um, that way, they they are just bordered slave states. Um, right. So it it just kind of started the you know either the end goal or it was the uh, a starting point for after you left virginia to start moving north and go wherever it is that you need to go okay canada probably yeah (laughs) okay cool no so Hmm. any other questions about the state of maryland that i uh no no no, that satisfies (laughs) that satisfies my uh questions right now i was just intrigued and looked at it and went well that's a very interesting and unusual shape that's all yeah it's a very it's a very interesting little place i've been to baltimore before and um which is south of annapolis and it's on the waterway a really cool little city or sorry baltimore's north of annapolis and um baltimore is a very is is it's a it's a weird city it has high crime rate but is a really cool city to visit too um and then of course you are not that far away from washington dc so you have a lot of people who travel back and forth you know or do the commute between mm. uh washington dc or over into virginia um and places like that but yeah it was a really cool trip i highly recommend if you get a chance to go hang out in Annapolis, Maryland. It's a very walky type town. Um, you can right. walk everywhere. Ooh, unusual. Uh, they have free bus system in the in the city. You can go tour the Capitol. You can tour the the Naval campus. And you can definitely take the boats out and, and do all kinds of things. And um, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And they did a really good job of this boat show because um, we've gone to the boat show in Miami. And we call that the Peacock Show. Because you got a lot of men who look like they're flashing money all the time. <laughs> uh, because you have those super yachts there. Um, this show doesn't have super yachts. So you have more people who are probably more low-key. Pro- definitely got a lot of money. But um, are into the sailing life and not the, you know, here's my trophy wife and girlfriend and my boat type thing. Okay. Wow. And so, so was yeah, was cool. there... Was there like a competition? Could you see like these guys going, this is my boat, my boat's bigger than your boat, that kind of thing? Uh, at this show, it wasn't like that. In Miami, definitely, oh, definitely a vibe in Miami. 
and I think, uh, and people just taking pictures near boats, pretending it's theirs. But um, <laughs> this is more, if you remember, if you ever watched any 80s, 90s um, shows about rich people in the Northeast, this is very much that vibe, you know, country club vibe. So mm. you have people who all wear the same outfit, you know, the little shorts <laughs> and the little sweater tied around. Um, really? And they get like their sports boats and stuff like that. So, so these are like sporty sporty sailboats and family sailboats if that okay. makes any sense <laughs> and so what do you take from having seen your boat what are you what are you oh excited about i want it i just want to be on it now like mm -hmm. uh that whole lifestyle is so very different than any other lifestyle um it just seems more peaceful you know just being out on the water everybody's very friendly uh everybody's like willing to help so uh, I just wish we could get the boat faster. Um, that's that's the only thing. How long have you got to wait? Well, I'm manifesting for 2024, but it could take up to 2026. Really? For a boat? Yeah. How much work yeah, needs to be done on the um, boat? They have to build it. <laughs> but you went and saw it, oh, so it must be built to a certain extent. It was That was actually somebody else's boat. They just lo loaned it out for the boat show. Uh, okay. we're just in, we're in line, we're in the queue. There are a lot of people uh, who want this particular boat. Uh, so okay. escaping is quite popular isn't it, at the moment. Yeah. And unfortunately because of the pandemic it slowed things down because they build the boats over in Vietnam. Um, oh. so, and then they're having, um, pr uh, parts issues because China's still shut down sometimes, uh, because of the pandemic. Mm. So they're having, issues like that so the hope is that they can get a little bit faster but they do have some you know people kind of walk away all the time um yeah. you know they give up their deposits and there are people who did but the boats are on the west coast and we want the boat on the um east coast so we're, can't we're not you, willing to go to seattle <laughs> can't you fly to seattle and then sail it to the east coast you can um that's kind of the point of a boat isn't it i i think it's 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 a it's the water is a little rougher coming down the coast of california um and we wanted something a little bit easier to start this off off with um and the icw on in florida is just a little bit easier to kind of get your feet wet i'm um, not happy so about this so um, but yeah it would take us about a year to get the boat from i mean you can go faster but it would probably take about a year to go from seattle then we have to go through the panama canal yeah and then we have to get it to the east coast so it would it would be an adventure yeah um i don't know maybe maybe we could surely you know, surely never, never know that surely that <laughs> is the thing to do because you get the boat faster i think i think you're at risk of sounding like a fair weather sailor here because I you mean, want you the can't lifestyle get the boat. Yeah, but we are trying not to die the first month we get the boat either. <laughs> I know, but like you've got to be able to like, you know, sail the rougher seas a little bit. You've got to be able yeah, to survive that. I'm... And if, if you're going from Seattle to Florida, that sounds like a great little adventure. Yeah, but we, the weather is not on our side. So we have to, you have to go. It depends on when the boat is delivered. So say if, if the boat is delivered in August, um, the weather is not on your side getting from the northeast um, over because it gets cold. And these are catamarans. These are like these these boats are made for the Caribbean, you know, 
yeah, they're yeah. not trawlers with like heat and every. I mean, you can get heat, but um, mm. but yeah, you but never if you know. Stick, we, if you stick you know, to the, the things could change. Yeah, stick to stick to the shore a little bit. You know, not too far away from the shore, just in case something goes goes wrong. The um, shore over there kind of looks like the shores in Scotland. Mm. They look a little. They're a little rough over there. Rocky. Mm. Okay. Yeah, rocky um, and and very you know moody and potential yeah. to die, I suppose. So that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, we still got to do a podcast. You know, me being dead yeah. doesn't help. Well, quite. <laughs> but twenty twenty six feels like a long time. Okay, it it does, but it probably is going to go like by tomorrow. It so, will. Yeah. but that's enough about me. We got to hear about. You and the infamous city of Boston. (laughs) Well, I have to say, I have to say, I mean, I've never been to Boston before. I thought it was a great city. I enjoyed my time there immensely. I had six days in the city of Boston. Uh, I was staying near near the docks. I mean, I don't know where I was staying really, but, um, (laughs) you know, I flew in. I got an Uber. I was at the hotel. I did. Yeah, I did do. Yeah, I did do some. So I went. I went because I was speaking at a conference, and I was staying in the conference hotel. So theoretically, I didn't have to leave, but I did. I had a day before the conference and a day after to do what I wanted. And so on the day mm-hmm. before the conference, I went on a little walking adventure because it was a city that you could walk around, which is very suitable for a European like me, where yeah. we walk. Um, whereas I always remember when we were in Florida um, that time a few years ago when we had to no. drive to CVS, you know, there were like no sidewalks. So, and it was across um, the street from the hotel. And it was across the street, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so this was, this was very walkable. It felt quite European in some of its kind of vibe and architecture. It felt very liberal. And I was genuinely surprised at how many adverts for cannabis there was. And it did smell of weed the whole the whole time that I was that I was there. Um, I no, I so I, I went to the Tea Ship Museum because I thought you know Boston oh. Boston Tea Party. Let's go and do the yeah. thing. And I did a I did a little um, I guess a, it wasn't a walking tour, but it was like a character character themed tour of mm-hmm. the museum. So you went on the boat. Well, actually, you started off in a courtroom where the characters kind of asked you, you know, where were you from? And, you know, it's kind of sweet. And they were, um, they were saying, where are you from? And someone went, Virginia. And they were like, oh, that's nice. And where are you from? Texas. And they were like, taxis. Because I, I figured that Texas wasn't a place then. Um, no, it the, was not. No. <laughs> so, so they were like going, oh, taxis, Texas. And they said, where are you from? And, you know, I went, England. And they were like, oh, my God. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so basically for the next hour and a half, I was picked on um, yes. by all of the characters, which was okay. I kind of went, I, I, it was fun. I went, I went with it, um, <laughs> but that was fun. So we, so we sort of like pretended to throw tea over, overboard. And it was very interesting just like learning um, the story a bit. And uh, I went and looked at the Cheers pub venue and oh, went okay. to the, the Charles River. And that was, yeah, that was, that was fun. Then I went to Harvard. I went to Harvard oh, University. Got, yeah, you got some class yeah. in you. Look at you. Yeah, with my good okay. friend Christine, who is a big fan of the show. Uh, definitely one of our super fans. So she was at the conference, and so we met up, and she 
we drove to, to, to Harvard, which is just outside, I guess, the sort of center of Boston. Very beautiful, very beautiful campus. Um, really did feel like a university. I know it is one, but um, I, I enjoyed going there. But some of the architecture was fantastic. It really was. I was really quite, quite impressed. Um, felt privileged. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it is and, privileged. Yeah, it is privileged. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I would tell you this, Harvard has invested a lot of money in air purifiers. Well, so they it's, should. They have like a three hundred billion dollar uh, endowment. They can afford right, it. Okay. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> we went into this like really old building. We broke in. We didn't break into it, but it was closed. But then we sort of walked around, and there was some kind of trades entrance, and some chef or someone working in the kitchen kind of just opened so the door in. for us. So we went in and had a look at the, the the great architecture, and there were some students kind of working in it, but like. Okay. There were air purifiers going everywhere, even though there was no one in there. So, um, so that was yeah. so that was fun. It felt um, very, very old for America, as as we mm-hmm. know it. Not like the the place, because obviously, as we know, there were people there before the Europeans. Um, not that there's any evidence of that. Seriously, where, where seriously, <laughs> yeah. Um, or in history, uh, nobody was here before. Yeah, no one Americans there at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was good. And then on the, so I did, you know, two, two days of the conference. That was, that was good. Enjoyed, enjoyed speaking. It, it was a good reminder that American people are much more enthusiastic than British people. And I felt very, <laughs> very encouraged. <laughs> I, my... I know as a speaker, uh, I have to, I have to say that. Um, British audiences make you work a little bit harder yeah. for just a crack of a smile yeah. here, which is easy. Like, how are uh, you? Hi! <laughs> Woo! Yeah! I mean, literally, you know, you just walk, you just walk <laughs> onto the stage and you get a cheer. You know, I mean, it's like... I know. That's, 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 that's Great, pretty cool. It? You don't have to do any jokes or uh, anything like uh, anything like that. So that was, that was nice. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the conference. And then on the Saturday, the day before I flew back... Um, I went on a day trip with some um, uh, another speaker, one of the organisers, to Salem, ah. uh, which is also in Massachusetts and uh, is home to the witch trials, I guess. Didn't really okay. know a lot about Salem, if I'm being honest. I was just excited to get on a boat. Um, I learned that Salem's very touristy and very busy and all the clothes in all the shops are black. <laughs> well i guess they just like to burn women there a long time ago so um yeah. it's all centered around the salem witch trials which is you know women that were just a little bit different that they just couldn't handle they couldn't handle the women there yeah and it's quite interesting just looking at uh, some of the stories and that there's a graveyard there which obviously none of the witches were allowed to be buried in and so there are these stones um with mm-hmm. engravings in like uh like graves but they're not graves and they were like fresh flowers so like goths from around the world come to salem and lay fresh flowers on these witches um memoriams but i mean that that's really quite interesting but what i found even more interesting was reading the names and the sort of positions that they had in the town um, in the graveyard where you could tell i i thought or maybe it's just my imagination you could tell that like these men in power had basically had affairs with some of these women and were found out and therefore they went well she's a witch 
and so they killed the woman and then the man obviously <laughs> just like continued to live his life um, oh so nothing's changed nothing's changed no and that's and that's it i just i just found that like really interesting you could just you could just tell these men had been caught out and in order to not appear weak they had to you know kill a woman yeah. so you know <laughs> exactly the same as as you know current times um, yes. So I found I found that oh, very interesting. Yeah. Um, it was it was very very busy because it was October and it was witchy and stuff like that. Um, yeah, you're getting close to Halloween, and yes. I think the 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 people there said they hate Halloween because they because it's it becomes touristy and they don't like it for some reason. I so. think that is BS because they took everyone's mm-hmm. money. Oh. They re- you know you know I've always. I've always found it interesting that people are like, yeah, we don't like all these people here, but you know, as long as you're here, let's take your money. Yeah. <laughs> there were, there were queues to get into shops, you know, I mean, yeah. just, wow. just like clothes shops um, and bars. Huh. I mean, we, we actually managed to convince, um, we went into one bar and we got shouted at because we, we got permission from the door person, the person, keeping the door we just wanted to go and look in to see what was around what was available and um we thought there was a gap but that wasn't an official gap and we got shouted at by the bartender and then we managed to speak to this couple that were almost finishing and they were like we will we will save this for you and so we had like a secret signal thing going on so that we could get (laughs) their their place and then once we were in the bartender really apologized to us because she was having, she was like, I'm just having a really bad day. It's really busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but that, I mean, like even like shops, like a, just a normal, well, I say normal clothes shops. Like I say, all the clothes shops were, were full of black clothes. Um, you had to queue up to get. That's normal. In there. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it was really crazily busy, but it was, but it was fun. It was fun. And I did, I did learn stuff. Um, uh, and I did, I, I bought some obsidian. I don't know what Ooh. for, apart from that's a stone in Minecraft. So I bought some for the kids. I don't know what obsidian well, does. It probably that. does something. And then you had to go find Jolly Ranchers, right? Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I had, I had a list of things that I had to get for the kids on my return. Um, American <laughs> candy. And uh, I did my best. I did my best. Uh, I, I knew CVS <laughs> was a good shout. So I went into CVS mm-hmm. and I asked everybody, uh, where were, where were these Jolly Ranchers? And I think my accent really confused the, um, assistant in the, in the shop. Well, all of How the employees that? in the shop. I, I don't know. Don't they didn't sound... understand what I was asking for. You said Jolly Ranchers, right? Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. They honestly, they had no idea what I was talking about. Um, and it was more luck than anything else that I, that I found them. Yeah, no, they they didn't fall for my British charm, like the audience at the conference did. So that's a little bit disappointing, but, but apart from that, uh, my only real drama was that, uh, unbeknownst to me, my flight back was flying into a completely different terminal at London Heathrow than where I left and where my car was. But yeah, so that was that was my little trip to Boston. I did enjoy it very, very much. I'm glad. I'm glad I got back on a plane. I'm glad that um, I came over to, to the US. It's a shame that we didn't get to see each other, but you know that'll be next time. 
We'll have to, you know, now that, you know, the pandemic is still going and nobody cares, we'll have to actually plan to meet in 2023. Yes. Um, and the world is our oyster. I guess we can just go wherever we want, really. Anywhere. So Anywhere now. Or, or do we just wait for um, the Tahiti Olympics? I think, French, I think let's... The France Olympics, yeah. Yeah, let's 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 not wait because you know you never know what new virus will come yeah, yeah, along. That's true. So, <laughs> that's true. I don't, I don't, I think we've waited long enough. I don't think we need to wait. I think, I think let's okay. let's do let's do something, and then you know that will help us. Maybe we should go somewhere where we. I don't know. Maybe we should attempt to qualify for Tahiti um, and the surfing uh, contest. Uh, by the way, I did actually sign up for hospitality um information from paris 2024 just in case oh by the way um have you seen this is kind of a bit of an aside but totally related to paris before we finish the show have you seen the paris 2024 mascots i don't think i have okay weird looking they look like a clitoris comes up with you know what i could i should have these jobs okay yeah. i gotta go find this <laughs> it's a it's a what is something that starts with a p a fireage yeah um that's okay i'm seeing it yeah okay uh, i need a moment on this one <laughs> <laughs> they gosh you know what i should have this job they come up with some of the weirdest things mm. for for the mm-hmm. Olympics. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, somebody thought it was a good idea. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you can do, I guess. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. So um, I'll leave you with that. Uh, you can have fun digesting that for the next the next week and uh, give me your your considered design view next next week. But um, yeah, well, you happy things. It's not a clitoris. It looks like a a toy for a clitoris. Right. Well, there's been a lot of news about it. So, you know, either, either way, I'm not sure it's the best design they, they could have come up with. But. Well, it, it works, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. OK, let's leave it there. I, I, I want you to go and have yes. a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy uh, the think- amount of food and feeding that you get. Oh my gosh, I've got to be a diabetic coma. So I know you don't do Thanksgiving, but happy Thanksgiving. And if you eat a turkey on Thursday, you know, I hope you enjoy it. There's no turkeys here. We're full of avian flu. You can't get them. We're even rationing eggs, but that's that's another another topic let's not get into. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about, See ya. Have a good one. See you next time.